What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We are live on a Monday morning, a rainy, cold, miserable, steamy Monday morning, but not for us here in Philadelphia. We'll be joined by the network coming up in six minutes. It's Super Bowl champ NBC sports analyst Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, live on Philly Voice, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We appreciate you riding with us for the next two hours. And man, now last week, all right, exactly however many hours it was seven days ago on the mark i came out i was all excited that we at least had something positive in front of us to watch at least football was entertaining for the first time or really for one of the few times this year and harry mays barrett brooks immediately rained on our parade he did even worse than that but i don't want to say that in case there are kids watching now, sourest grapes ever. That would be the seriously. worst wine ever if you made wine with those grapes he was giving us. A sack of sour grapes he yeah. hit us over the head with, a la homie the clown with a sock. <laughs> now, after Jalen Hurts goes over 300 yards, the Philadelphia Eagles compete with an offense that clearly they're not geared to compete with. The Eagles lose, yes, but I don't think it was really ever about winning. I think it was just about more from Jalen Hurts. I think we need to let Harry explain where he stands now. And look, he can have the same exact opinion. That's fine, Barrett. But I'm curious, after last week to this week, if there was any change in this man. Well, I, I will say that that was the most entertaining Eagles game that I've watched this season, okay, by far. That was a, an entertaining uh, product yesterday. And I'm not even talking about Aqib Tlaib and his – unbelievably entertaining analysis, which we will get to. Uh, but they, yesterday, I mean, the game against New Orleans was, was not a good football game to me. But yesterday's game was a good football game. And it's obvious to me now that he brings an energy to the field and it translates to his teammates because you're seeing just guys like Kez Watkins make an unbelievable play yesterday, turning the, you know, putting his foot in the ground, as they like to say, spinning the right way and jetting down the, the field for a touchdown with blockers in front of him, Malata and Miles Sanders. It was a uh, just a, it was a great game to watch. Now, they didn't win it, which I'm glad. So that's another reason why I'm happy today, because the quarterback played well and they didn't win the game. So I think that's the sort of the perfect combination as we go through the rest of this miserable season. Well, you know, I, I, I enjoyed it, man. It was action-packed the entire time. Uh, expectations were kind of low, understanding that, you know, we're playing against a team that was fighting for their playoff berth. This Eagles team not necessarily fighting for a playoff berth, but they're fighting for respect, fighting for their coach. And you saw that in how this team responded to – all the hearsay and, and everything that's been going on for about the past couple of weeks. They're playing for Doug, number one. Number two, they just really like this young, energized kid out there hosing the ball everywhere, making it happen. And as for Aqib Tlaib, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I thought he did a lot better than, than, than what I was thinking he was going to do. I mean, he has the knowledge. He's very insightful. He just countries a box of cornflakes. That's all. 
<laughs> he passed, <laughs> well, he passed his shit on his pants. That's all. How about the yeah, suit? I mean, the suit was the the suit was hilarious. What I love about him though is was he, he wearing wrapping paper? He <laughs> could, well, he said it was a holiday thing. Yeah. Yeah, but what yeah. I love about him was the sway, right? And that just comes from being new to TV and being new to understanding that it's going to show up. Now, mm. I didn't look at it as a negative. I, I thought it was hilarious because the more he got into it, the more he had that little sway. It was almost like when somebody walks, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. you may hear somebody say, oh, that's a pimp walk or something like right, that. Right, right. Something along those lines. So Akeem had his strut going, except he wasn't moving left to right like he wasn't moving left foot and and right foot he had to stay in, in one spot but he had that lean going at one point when he was really excited right Look, man he was just hilarious yeah like it, it was it was refreshing <laughs> I, I i would much rather that than no offense but you know ronde barber right who at one point last year when chris myers was like so ronde what do you do here ronde was like i don't know what do you do here yeah yeah, that, <laughs> that that tandem could have been the worst in the history we of football that. broadcasting. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, and and a guy like me been trying to fight, man. I do a couple of games on, you know, uh, Espen, man, and 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 you know, try to get my foot in the door. And they, everybody loves what I what I do. It's just it's hard to get into that type of environment because you got to have that million dollar name. Content doesn't matter as much. Presentation doesn't matter as much as, you know, if people know you, the brand. I can't build a brand if you don't let me in. Put me in a game, coach. But I'm going to tell you this, though. He was insightful. He was calling out the, the, the defenses. Not much on offense, but calling out the defense. People well, now understand <laughs> too high, yeah. Well, that was the funny thing, too, is every time – I don't know who this other guy is, but every time he went and asked Akeem, okay, what do you do here, Akeem? Yeah. He would look at it and say, well, it's it's the defense. Like, he would always start with the defense. And right. look, you got to go with your ace. That. Yeah, yeah, that's man. what he knows. That's exactly. what he knows. That you know, like knows. Romo knows the offense, and Romo knows exactly. everything because he's a quarterback. He's supposed to know everything. Now, we're going to be right, joined right. by the network coming up, but we have to get to this also, this Carson Wentz report that came out oh, before the game. Yeah. This is a please. I mean, please. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, it's a Monday morning here. It's cold, it's wet, it's nasty in Philadelphia, but the spirits are high, as you can imagine. This is probably... The happiest you'll hear all three of us after a loss by the team in which we watch, we cover, we root for, whatever it may be across the board after what happened on yesterday. We even got a tweet from one Ron Culver. I saw that. Producing the show back in Houston on Sports Map Radio, gentlemen. I tell you, it must have been a slow day in Houston because he took the time to actually tweet us. Hey, well, it, it is what it is. I mean, that's we're starting to get some big things going around here. Rob Mott even tweeted us yesterday. Oh, man. And we're, we're, we're making it happen. There are you. big things happening in the middle. <laughs> we break it down for you. We let you know what's really going on. We give you everything you need. You know Wait, what I'm saying? I everything you Rob Motti tweet. Did he tweet just you or did he tweet about all of us? He tweeted all of us. Yesterday during the game. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, we give them, we give, we give the people what they want. Eagles all around, bro. And I, I, I was so happy that I didn't get any of that last week. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Well, we're gonna you. have to bring it back because I missed it for one. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. I missed it a little. I bit. was yeah, thinking about there. that guy when I was watching Drew Brees stink up the joint in the first oh, half no against the Kansas City Chiefs. I was thinking no about that dude. Were you really? Oh yeah. That was the first thing that jumped out of your yeah, mind? One of the first things. Struggle. One of the. Hey, Penguin Az, stop it now. Stop it, bro. You you <laughs> got to cut that out, man. He's trying to egg you on. Aton, don't fall for it. Yeah. You're falling for the banana and the tailpipe, bro. Don't fall for it, man. Well, look, you know, and and here's the thing. I, I don't know what's going on here with the lighting. So I, I have to change, I guess, or check something out here. On it looks on fine camera. to me. Well, me no, it, it's it's a little greenish, and I think my green eagles green shirt is emanating mm. throughout. Wasn't well, that a sport name? What? <laughs> All right, I gotta check. I gotta fix this camera here. We got a lot, man. Busy Sunday, snooze fest Sunday night. But we'll start with Jalen Hurts and the quarterback controversy, including this report. That happened before the game. Harry can't wait to stick his. Oh, I can't wait. This one, it's the middle. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Minute 15. How about Colin Berger? Got a day off, and he's got to show up on his big TV via his fire stick. Is it, I didn't see it. Is there a tweet? Yeah, he's on the stream, bro. Oh, <laughs> we got a bro. <laughs> Unlike we got bro a couple times last night. Dude, the dude, we got that a couple times also. Yeah, I didn't watch one second of that miserable game last night. <laughs> I cashed in big time. Just counting the under. 
took the under from the start, and then again in, after the first quarter, and then again after the second quarter, and then again in the in the half. 39, 37, 37 yeah. and a half. Just, I didn't lose one pick all weekend. Oh, so I, I actually have I actually have something. I don't want to explain like I don't want to tell people how much I won, but I needed that car I needed that Cardinals game. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh my god. Like you have no idea how much I needed that Cardinals game. This is the middle. And the Saints I got because I teased it. I pushed. Thankfully, I pushed that. from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so I, I want to just bring this up real quick because I was in a predicament yesterday. But I reasoned my way through it, and I thought, okay, you know what? It, it actually makes sense if I go this way. Eagles... Jalen Hurts played exceptionally well. He threw the ball much better, I would say, than last week. Went over 300 yards, four total touchdowns, three in the air, one on the ground, rushed for over 50 yards. Jalen Hurts did the damn thing. No interceptions. Yes, thank you, Harry. Yeah. Even that fumble. He right. had Carson Wentz a la fumble, pick it up, and throw. Remember when yeah. Wentz did that like two or three years ago? Yeah, I can't really remember. It's so long ago. Oh, so easy you forget. Yes. Man comes in and gives you four years of service. And it's just you look at that Barry. <laughs> I've turned into what have you done for me lately? You'd be a flavor of the month guy. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I forget who are you again? I was in the Pro Bowl last year. Yeah. Who oh, really? Again? Sorry. Yeah. I can't do it, man. And and that's what I was I was arguing about that last night, man. I got bro, I just can't erase four years worth of playing for two games. It's just not possible for me. I can't do it. I wasn't thinking about Carson Wentz one second yesterday. No, although the only You're time. Wrong for that. Really You're wrong for that. Harry. You're wrong for that, Aton. Well, hold on a second. The only time in which I, I even thought about it was ahead of the time, was when this report came out about three and a half hours before kickoff from Adam Schefter mm. that Carson Wentz wants out, if not named the starting quarterback next year. So well, just, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm not going to say it, though, and I'm not going to let my camp say it. So we're a smoke this well, I don't know who said right. it, and I don't know how truthful it is, but if I'm thinking if I'm Carson Wentz and you're reading my mind, that's exactly what you're going to read. Well, hold on a second. If Carson I don't think if, so. And Rob Motti came out from the Associated Press, and he put a tweet out, a long tweet, that basically said Carson is fully entrenched here. He's got a lot of things beyond just football here, and he doesn't want to go anywhere. So let's just take that for a second on mm -hmm. its face value because – this is before Jalen Hurts came out and balled his tail off. Jalen Hurts was really impressive. At times, Jalen Hurts was better than Kyler Murray on the field. With that said... Kyler Murray's a little loose with the football. Yeah, they all are. What yeah. the hell is going on? I'll First, tell you what, man. Andre Hopkins just yeah. basically with the ball. In the Absolutely. Red Drove me nuts. But here's the thing. If Carson didn't say it, who benefits from this coming out painting Carson Wentz as a malcontent? His agent. His agent. Yes. His agent it's, benefits from this. Well, he's not yeah. movable though, so I don't. I don't get it. Well, I, I think you believe his agent will make things so uncomfortable, and Carson will make it so uncomfortable that um they would want to trade him. But I I don't think that's the case. I really don't. I I don't think Carson's the guy that's going to say, "All right, then, uh, I'm going to pick my ball up and I'm going home." 
I mean, that just doesn't seem like his, his how he's built. He shouldn't be built like that. I I doubt seriously he's built like that because Carson's a competitor. He wants, and that's part of the reason why he's had such a bad season. He wants to press the issue to be great so bad that he 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 put himself back himself up in the corner that he wanted great plays, and when those great plays weren't coming. That's when the last of days will, you know, throwing a ball and not really, you know, taking a play that's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's how you make mistakes. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you know, know, I watched Josh Allen over the weekend and I'm thinking that's the way Carson Wentz should have been. That right. should have been the trajectory after that great year he had before he got hurt against the Rams in what was it, twenty seventeen? That was the trajectory. And you look no. at what Josh. Yes, that's the no. same quarterback. Yeah, that's Allen, what he, that's what he was supposed to be coming out of North Dakota State. A guy that could make plays with his legs too, and a big right. tough son of a bitch. He did. Harry, that. Is, well, Harry he, he he surpassed that level. He was past Josh Allen's level. Past it. Josh Allen this year. Yes. No, no, no. Way no. past that level. Josh Allen pretty comparable. Pretty comparable. In 2017, he was the best player in the NFL. That's okay. no well, That's what well, I'm there saying. Was no, you know, Mahomes wasn't doing – was he even around then, Mahomes? No, I mean, you no, have to look at what no. Josh Allen's doing. No, he put it no. back in 2017. He might be the best player in the league. But there was a Rodgers and there was a Brady that was still playing it at M, uh, MVP type of level, uh, 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 Russell Wilson. This, I'm telling you, Carson surpassed His that level. His completion percentage was only like 60% that year. Josh it, Allen's almost 70. That's still a yeah. chance the fact that look at the weapons that Josh Allen has. Hold on a second. Also, l- let's look at this here. The reality is that Carson Wentz derailed. So yes. whether yes. or not Big Tom <laughs> yes. was going to live up to that right. or not, right? Like Carson Wentz, the, the train fell off the He's track. He's like the train in hell on wheels. The <laughs> Indians <laughs> blew up the track and they derailed it. Well, I haven't seen – see, I haven't began that yet. I did watch Your Honor this morning. Oh, you did? Yes, just so you know. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm still not right there on episode uh, three. It's, uh, first, Is it really good? Uh, I have some questions about the episode. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go, Barry. You, you walked right into that, didn't you? <laughs> how, many, how many episodes are in this season? Do you know? Because I don't want to look up and accidentally stumble upon some Is spoiler. it ten, maybe? Okay, so that's what I thought. I thought there were going to be more than six, like The Undoing or something like that. This is not uh, a mini series by any means. This feels like a full season. I can feel him bailing at uh, Barrett. No, no, no. Right, I'm, right, I'm right, far right. from bailing. I'm far from bailing. But The Sopranos, you know, here's the thing. The he's, he's derailing. Mastered this. The Sopranos would have maybe two or th- two and a half episodes. Throwaway episodes. Yes. Yes. Just complete throw because they knew they already had the cachet. You're not going anywhere. Some dream sequence, something about Tony's mom that takes up an out. You're not going anywhere. Right. Some complete derailment about some small story that Chase wanted to tell because somebody greenlit his project. You know, things that didn't really come. That's all I'm saying. I I don't want to get too deep into it because you haven't seen the episode yet. But my point in all of this is if it's Carson Wentz slashes a like, why would the team, if this wasn't from Carson or his camp, then who else would release this? Who else would go exactly. to Adam Schefter and say, hey, man, Carson Wentz is having none of this? Ah, da, da. That's what I'm saying. The team? No, the team no, is I not. I can't the, see the, that. No. no. The team can do what they want to do. Carson Wentz will be there for the next two years for sure. You think so? Oh, no question. I mean, huh. they're both going to be on there. They will both be on this team. A couple more games like the, that, what the kid did yesterday, and, <laughs> and Jeffrey Lurie is going to be eating a $34 million burger. Oh. Okay. 
That, do, do you hear those numbers though? Thirty yeah. million dollars. That's, that's tough. <laughs> You're gonna have a what? We're gonna have a quarterback competition next season. Yeah, that, is that so what it's gonna be? No, that's why. See, that's why this report comes out. I, I think that's why. Personally, this is what I got from it, which is Carson Wentz is not throwing down the gauntlet, saying, "If I'm not starting, I'm out of here." I don't think Carson Wentz even got to that point, but I do think that. Carson realizes that this Jalen Hurts thing is picking up steam mm -hmm. and he needs to do one of two things. Either just remind the team like, hey, I'm here. Right. Remember, I'm here. Or, and I do understand this mentality, kind of hit him with an ultimatum. Like, hey, what is Jalen Hurts really playing for in these final four games? I need to know what Jalen Hurts is playing. I can't go into the offseason, as Harry just said, not knowing if there will be a quarterback controversy. Right. I need to know going into the offseason. Whose job is this? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what that's what I got from this more so than anything. I, I mean, if I, you're, I, you're taking a guy making the kind of money that he's making and you're going to put him into a full-blown quarterback converse, con competition where he's got to play for his job in training camp next season, this is going to be a, a circus. Well, I mean, it's usually cream <laughs> rises to the top. That's usually what happens. And if he doesn't feel like that he should be uh, put in this type of competition, well, you just simply have to sit him down and, and have him watch the last 13 games before this kid came in the game. He's got to sit back and be realistic of what he put out on that field. It's there. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not oh, I know. It's hiding okay, anywhere. It was awful. Right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, the worst, that's the worst football I've seen since Bobby Hoying. Wow. That is a the worst indictment. football I've seen. Well, yeah, man. That that is a bigger indictment than anything you'll see on your honor this week. I guarantee you that. <laughs> because and, and this is why I say that. That is ridiculous. Bobby Hoying never got to a level in which he could be even whispered as a top 10, top 15 quarterback. He was never at that level. He never played at that level. It wasn't if it wasn't for Gruden telling him exactly where the ball throw the ball. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't even made it that far. Carson Wentz has been to that level, almost made it to the mountaintop. He was, he was, he was, he was a, a cliff before the mountaintop, and somebody took over for him because of an injury. He has been there before, but you know the the, the drastic climb. I mean, the drastic fall from from out of graces. I've never seen it happen this bad and this fast before in my life. I've never seen a player react the way he's reacted this right. season. I it's never happened before. One thing, though, that we haven't seen is, for whatever reason, and I think a lot of this is because of the nature of it, where you know you're removed, you're on a screen, you're talking. But this is the first time that we've really had a report that looks like it comes from Carson. Every right. other time, there has been somebody in the locker room. There has been an unnamed source. There has been, you know, our own here on Philly Voice, Joe Santa Liquido, two years ago. Then last year. The unnamed sources, you had Josina Anderson constantly right. coming out with stuff. There yeah. always seems to be somebody talking about Carson. This is the first time in which Carson, or at least something allegedly from his camp, comes out. But there's still, come on, Barrett to people that you've played with, Harry to people that you've watched and covered, myself as well. We have seen people in Philadelphia where they know, they are clearly aware that things are not working out and they lash out at the people lashing out at them mm -hmm. for it not working out. A la fans, media, things like that. 
we haven't, and I'm not saying Carson Wentz deserves a pat on the back or any birthday cake or anything for it, but to be fair, we haven't seen that. Yeah. We haven't seen any undoing of Carson Wentz off the field, just on the field. No, I know right. you're right. And it seems right. like every time, you know, the other quarterback, whoever it may be, comes in and plays in his stead, whether it be for injury or now for lack of production, the, the player steals his shine almost immediately. What what is what is um what uh at this point Doug is is sitting at 13 and 2 with backup quarterbacks? Is that right? Yeah. I think that's his record with backup quarterbacks, 13 and two. Can you believe that? 13 and two? I mean, that's that's unreal. And it shows that is either an indictment on his coaching relationship with Carson, mm-hmm. or I mean, Carson just pig head is gonna do it his way. And I and I can see that too. I mean, just by the conversations he's had uh with the media and how you know I'm just gonna keep playing my ball, play the way I play. Well, your way is not working right now. Yeah. Sometimes you'd sit back, look, and see and evaluate what's really going on. You're playing like, yeah, like that, yeah. Well, here's what we'll do. We'll take a quick break. I know one thing, all right? We will not see, Car- barring an injury to Jalen Hurts, we will not see Carson Wentz again this year. That scenario played yeah. out 16 nothing. 16 nothing. Remember, yeah. we talked about that I last week. Yep. I said that. I said if it if we get down, if they get down 17 to nothing, that we could see a resurgence of Carson Wentz back on the field. And it, it didn't happen. And the Doug fact didn't that even look there. responded, I think, even solidifies that we yeah. won't see Wentz barring an injury. And also, I, I went through it yesterday. Well, that I was had, the play to Kez Watkins. Correct. That was I the had score. a very difficult situation I was dealing with as an Eagles fan, but also as a sports better. Mm-hmm. And I think Harry – I was a, with you. Pretty damn good weekend himself. Oh yeah, I was. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I know. uh, Let me know. You'll let me know. (laughs) We have another Barrett breakdown at noon Eastern time. So make sure you're watching and also overtime with our buddy John McMullen at one Eastern. It's the middle. PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle and Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Two minutes. So yeah, Carson Wentz in 2017. 60.2% completion, 3,300 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and a rating, a QBR of 77. Josh Allen this year, 4,000 yards passing, 68.7% uh, completion percentage. He's got... Uh, 30 touchdowns to nine interceptions, and his QBR is 79.6. Uh huh. <laughs> and he runs the ball. That guy, he's a monster. I love watching that guy play. Well, well they're, they're, I mean, look at their records as compared to what Carson's record at the time before he got hurt. It's about the same. It is the same. 13 wins, 12 wins, 11 and 3. You're listening to the comparable. Everything's comparable. Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. So yesterday, I'm sitting here watching this game play out, and I have a 17 three game parlay. Round robin. All right. So for Barrett and a lot of people who have no idea what the hell I'm saying, <laughs> basically, I took seven games and I put them in a round robin, which is like a pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. And of those seven games, I then had three game parlays, three bet parlays within those seven games. So if six hit, then you have a combination of three game. If only three hit, then it's one parlay. So you're taking a risk still. Yeah. You're taking a risk. And all of this was done. The only later game I had was the Cardinals, and I had the Cardinals at six. So I'm watching this. Thank goodness Doug Peterson went for two with Miles Sanders and got stuffed. Right. Otherwise, you and I, Harry, we would have lost that. Exactly. So I had a seven-game, seven-team, if you will, parlay here, a three-round-robin, whatever. Seven. I, I want to make it simple for people. I had a seven team or seven team seven game parlor here or round robin in this and six hit so if the seventh hit then now you have a multitude of combinations in which i'm looking really like this was the biggest bet that i and i'm not here to tell you how much i made all that other stuff that's all to each your own but this was this would have been the biggest bet that I would have won. And part of the parlay, part of the round robin is you do the three bet, but you also do the actual parlay. Hmm. So I needed this to, to make a 17 parlay actually hit. I'm rooting for the Cardinals. I'm sorry. Right. But at the end of that game, I was rude. I saw enough of Jalen Hurts to feel good about that, to then root <laughs> for the Cardinals. Oh. Shame on me. Yes, but I did it. Well, I, had the, horrible. I had the Cardinals minus six and minus six and a, and a half and in a four-team teaser oh. at half a point. So can you imagine where I was yesterday with yes. the Cardinals? You would have lost all three if it was I know. I know. So I hit the four-team teaser because the Saints, I took them up to plus nine. 
Oh my wow. god! So and, and that line dropped to two and a half. Uh, you imagine having Saints uh, plus two and a half and losing by they lost by three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> brutal. Absolutely, a kick in the stones. Right. Yeah. Now. See, Barrett, this is what sports. This is what you're is. missing, Barrett. Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem. See, that's the problem because. I could see myself because I just get frustrated watching the game. You know, I have butterflies like I'm out there playing. Right. So I'm getting, I'm too invested already. Yeah. So if I got money on the line, right. I'm going nuts inside the studio. I'm doing I'm the Clemson nuts. fight song in my house on Saturday <laughs> night. Man, I'm, I'm part of the marching band with the, with the Clemson marching band. I was so fired up. You and me both. Oh, baby. I can't do it. See, I can't do it because I'll be way too invested and I'd be making phone calls. I'd, I'd be okay. Hey, uh, hey, let's go, Doug. Yeah, right. Get, get you together. Let's go, Doug. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, right. So the, for insider trading. So the Cardinals commit a penalty, which then he makes the extra point, but the Cardinals commit a penalty, and Doug takes the point off the board and says, yeah. now nah, I'm going for two because we're right. halfway there. And they and you don't guys get are it. Screaming, I'm, I'm, don't take the points off. I'm right. Don't right. pay me. You guys are uh, like, yes, take yes. the points. You have no idea. We needed that. that and, and look, I don't know. Is that a? That's not a bad beat to me. No, it is. Like, like that's just a bad coaching decision, right? Yes, it is. Is it? But it's bad on you for you. Some you guys are connected some way in y'all brain. Well, look, how I didn't about think that was a reality until it started to play it at the end. I was rooting. This is how crazy it got towards the end. That final drive. Mm -hmm. I was rooting for a sack. But I was like, get him, but don't hurt him. Right, That's right, right, I, right. I think I even yelled that out one point. I was like, get him. But don't oh, yeah. Him. Well, how about Dallas Goddard's lollygag on that final Hail Mary? He oh, could have caught that ball. Yes, yes, exactly. If he have just kept running and hustling yeah. on that play. He gave it up dropped on right the play. In front of him. Yeah, it dropped right in front of him. <laughs> right in front of him. I'm like. I might not be here today if he catches that ball. I can just tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Seriously, that that was enough of a loss for you to take off. See, I I, I could I could see the moral fabric fabric of, of of you guys just being ripped apart. What moral fabric? Right. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's right. My buffalo eight time. Yeah, Harry. I I know. Hey, it, it's just all about that for Harry. Right. <laughs> You know, it's crazy here because on the stream we had, I, I want to go back to it. A lot of people weighing in. Al Bundy, Angry Al, of course, is one of our favorites. He's and, got us on TV too. Yeah, he's rocking on the 55K with the Roku. And, of course, he loves to troll us because he's a Cowboys fan. That's why he got whole Angry Al. Johnny Marks gave him that nickname, I believe, years ago. So we love, I mean, he's been with us from, you know, the 97.5 days. He's been yeah. with us forever. So we How about the end that. of that game, too? The Dallas game? What yeah, a it was crazy ending. Too, right. Kick off Jeez. a turn. But we have, we have a lot of people on here who are weighing in. And I saw Andy, Andalay B, right? Andalay B, who asked us why we're celebrating L's. And I don't think that this is anything about celebrating a loss. I think that you have to understand for Eagles fans this year, and for a lot of teams this year, we'll get to another one who I don't even know what you feel right now if you're a Jets fan, but oh, baby. for Eagles fans, this has been awful. This has been one of the worst. If you are an Eagles fan, that I don't know why you would be asking a question like that because it would be like asking why you found a bottle of Evian in the middle of a desert. Mm. 
just dying of thirst. And uh, okay, yeah, you're not out of the desert by any means. You probably are going to need another bottle of water in the next 10, 15 minutes. But damn it, that one bottle of water feels like heaven. No question. And that's what we had the last two weeks. Well, the last two weeks have been almost like we have a winning season. I mean, it is, it, we we found some we found some gold mines in this team. Something we can look forward to in the future, and I think that's what's happened. I mean, I, I kind of tried to erase all thirteen games or twelve games before that, and just you know focus on these two games, and it's working for me because I was hot as fish grease the entire season. Mm-hmm. I'm just morally beat down, physically, mentally. I'm just drained from watching this Eagles team because. I see stuff that I mean, I see stars starting to, you know, step into place. And 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 you know, big big V left. Now Jordan Malai has stepped into a starting position, starting left tackle. I found a linebacker from out of nowhere. He RKO'd me. A linebacker from out of nowhere. Fan of the single show. Yeah. Friend of the show, yeah. been on the show. Right, right. Singleton from out of nowhere has become a a a, a baller. Can you we can't stop him. end of the show if he's only been on once? Yeah, uh, well, he was on with you and I, Aton, when we were true. on the other station, though, uh, a year or two ago. Very true. All right, yes. quick break here. A friend of mine, then. Okay, a friend of mine. Fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> well, he'll, he'll definitely claim you. I don't think he'll claim us. We're, we're back in three. Yeah, the Jets win. That screwed me up. Oh. Unbelievable. <laughs> I was upset about that. The Rams. We need to lay into the Rams. We'll do that next. Come on. Sean McVay is trash. I told you this when McVeigh, who did they lose to earlier in the year? They had another one of these stink losses, these stench losses. And they just, they're one of these teams, man. They just, they don't, they show up half of the year. You can't win like that. Bro. How do you lose to a team that's lost 13 straight and is actively trying to lose? Are we, uh, are we in break right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't sound like it. What do you mean? Well, I'm used to the going to a commercial or. No, oh, no. Yeah. Well, we played spots every now and again. We we have it open for conversation. Oh, okay. Um, the Rams lost to the Dolphins and the Niners twice. The Dolphins was when they just got completely obliterated defensively. They had nothing. Yeah, they've lost to the the Dolphins 28-17. That was on the road. But the Niners have gotten them twice. They lost to the Bills, too. Yeah. And then the Jets. So the AFC East has uh, done a number on them. I, I I just would love to have seen Jets fans live as that game was getting towards all zeros to get their reaction because knowing that now Trevor Lawrence has slipped through their hands. (laughs) <laughs> really i mean you go oh and 16 but you can get trevor lawrence or you go one and 15 and you get you know fields or whoever else mm-hmm. and he saw what lawrence did on saturday unbelievable <laughs> he's legit unbelievable i got yeah. him at plus 260 to win it he is a tough dude too yeah, man i'm think, i'm like man why are you running so much in this game you're bro you got to stay vertical for a couple for two more weeks. I think they can beat Bama, man. I think they can too. I don't know. Bama looks like they can beat the Jets right now. Well, they That's have not trouble though on defense. Defensively, they give yeah. up a lot. I, mean, I had Florida in that game. I mean, it's 
Well, you know. because of um, what's his name playing? Because Pitts played. Pitt's I said playing, if Pitts right. is playing, I'm taking yeah. Florida. Boy, I got killed. That was the one that I got killed on with the the total there. Oh but yeah, that I'm, game went crazy. That, almost a hundred points. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. I knew I was cooked after the first quarter. I had Northwestern plus eighteen. Oh, I had one AZ. The under. I think Thompson gave us the under on that, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Thompson had a decent week. I, I went four and two with his six picks. Well, hey, Penguin AZ, I just finished sanding it down. I've done all my sanding. I'm staining it tonight. Staining it tonight, and then I'll let it, you know, dry for two days, and then I'll put that, um, you know, put the shine on it. Be ready to rock and roll. Ooh. My table. Yeah. This is oh, the yeah. Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I can't believe this, but we actually had a bad win. When's the last time you've seen a bad win in sports? Uh, last week's Eagles game. Well, that <laughs> I don't know because you knew now that you still had Washington and Dallas at the end of the year. And I get yeah. that it knocked them out of a draft spot, but they're seventh now. Right. right and the now. reality is that they're going to beat either Washington or Dallas, if not both at this point with momentum. I mean, they're one point whole or road favorite part of me going into this game who knows how much that will change but this i this was worse right i mean come on this was 10 times worse the jets won a football game yeah and the rams i told you this weeks ago that sean McVay should be fired you need to cut your losses now and move on to somebody who has an idea of what to do in the nfl not somebody who's just riding coattails of an offense because he was an assistant you know 20 years ago but i do think like the jets for example they pretty much knocked themselves out of Lawrence contention, assuming that the Jags are going to continue to lose out. Well, the Jags are going to lose out. Okay, well, th- this is why I'm doubly upset. Nobody is going to succeed at all in Jacksonville. Nobody. Like, I know that you may have a 10 or a 12% shot of being a quarterback and succeeding with the Jets because the Jets are such a bad and poorly run franchise. But you have a 0% chance of doing anything positive in Jacksonville. So if Trevor Lawrence, this is why I'm doubly upset with Sean McVay. Not only did he cook a bet, but he also enabled the Jacksonville Jaguars to draft (laughs) Trevor Lawrence. And now Trevor Lawrence will be forgotten. Well, they have the same, they have the same record. So they're not all the way out. I think the Jacksonville has a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. and And the Jags have the bears and at the Colts are their final two games. They ain't winning those games. No, no. Why do, they, why do they have the tiebreaker? Yeah, because I, of just head to head, or not head to head. Sorry, just because of all of the factors that come into this, like win percentage. And they, they played a worse schedule. I schedule, think right. that's that's the deal. Their <laughs> schedule is worse, so they're like one win against lesser opponents right, is right. puts you higher up in the draft. So wow, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. How can you – Harry was upset last week because the Eagles botched their draft position. They could have been fourth. Four, right, with four weeks to go. Right. They could have been fourth. This He's was still pissed off. Look at him. But this was what it was all about. 
This is what every this is the entire season for the Jets was just get to the bottom, get to that right. point. Go Owen 16. Because well, yeah, so be remembered forever for being yeah. Owen 16. Now, now you're going to forget about the one in 15 Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right? Is Justin Fields that right. bad of a consolation prize? Yeah, he's he's, pretty, no, good. Have, he's right? pretty good, but there's no comparison. He's, he's pretty had, good. He, for the last couple of games, he's had some rough games. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he injured but, his thumb in the game uh, on yeah. Saturday. That affected him a little bit. But but we're talking about this, it's still a substantial um, difference between Trevor and him. I mean, Trevor has been homegrown. He's been He's been – living the lifestyle of being a starting quarterback, franchise quarterback for a long time since he was young. Yeah. Like both of them both of them are tougher than I thought they were a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago. Yep. The fields takes some he takes some punishment too in that in that yeah. northwestern game. Yeah. I and, mean that defense and, and good. Lawrence too. Yeah, their defense pretty good. Yeah. So at this point, you know, and you could tell that like Lauren, I can remember him back in the day playing in all these QB quarterback camps in California. Um, 707 leagues around the country. He's always been a really good player, really good player. So he's kind of been in that situation to be um, a, a high draft pick since he was very, very young. So this is what's going to happen is he'll go to New York. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of talk about him. And at some point, you know, the Jets do have a defense. They probably will win a couple of games. Like, I guarantee you this will be another one of these one-two scenarios, right? Lawrence goes one to the Jags. Fields goes two to the Jets. And we follow these two kids around. And Lawrence has numbers, probably will have decent numbers, but that team won't win more than three games. Yep. Probably for his tenure. Like, they'll probably average. If I gave you four and a half per year wins, I would go under every year, even if they get Trevor Lawrence with the Jags. And that's that's been a problem. The Jets have always been the you know at least top five the past twenty years in draft picks, and still not gotten better. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know, man. Like, let's look at what Miami has done with the right coach. They got a good coach a couple of years ago. Yep. And you know he's instilled a culture. They built around their defense. Then they get the quarterback, and they you know they've won nine football games. Yep. And it's you know, exactly it can happen. Are. You got to get the right people in there. That's all. Yeah. And he was trying. They were trying. To, they were bumping their head trying to lose last year. And, yeah. And Flores right. was like, I, I can't do it. No. <laughs> right. You're, you're not going to make me lose. I'm I'm going to coach to win regardless of what my front office is saying. I'm going to do what I need to do to win football games. And he's done it. In fact, he is the best um, out, of, out of Belichick's coaching yeah. tree that had success. Well, Vrabel. Well, Vrabel also. Vrabel yeah, too. Right. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree, though, that if you are bringing in a quarterback, you got to get rid of Adam Gaze, right? Yes. You can't afford to poison if it's Fields, if it's Lawrence, if it's the kid from BYU. I don't care yeah. who it is. Doesn't matter. You're right. right. You cannot afford to poison a young man so fast no. by allowing him to have even a conversation. Right. I don't even want this kid to have a virtual conversation with Adam Gaze and get any ideas. <laughs> Keep him the hell away. Right? Yeah, yeah, I don't want him to pass in the parking lot. No. You know what I mean? Now, well, I mean, Jacksonville's going to reset. Yeah. Sorry, Barrett. But you know, you know you're bad when you're trying to lose out and your coach. They don't want to 
fire him and bring in the interim coach, you know, bring up the interim coach because the interim coach might start winning. Well, he'd get a spark in the locker room. Right. And he has some talent that he could coach. There's talent in Jacksonville. They just don't know how to use it. Mm -hmm. He's a a horrible coach. They're not going to. Yeah, you're right. They are not going to fire him because the interim would come in and give a spark and they would start winning with the talent that they have. Telling you. That that's a bad organization, man. How can you draft that high for that long and still not bring anybody? This right, Aton, you're making a comparison like Jacksonville's, like Cincinnati. I mean, I, they got Burrow and he got hurt. I get it, but still, they were on their way to a two win season with or without him, right? Yeah, I, I two, think so because well, a lot of it is because they don't have the talent. Now, I Cincinnati clearly doesn't have the talent that you can point to on defense that at least you can kind of look at with Jacksonville and say there's some younger guys that you can build on. And look, they, they drafted, they brought in 11. I shouldn't say draft because Robinson was undrafted. But they brought in 11 guys this year, young kids, right? And that Chenault kid is, I think he's going to have... From LSU? Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to have a good career once you finally get somebody in. But, but Barrett's point, I think, holds, which is this team was not meant for this current coach. The new right. coach is not here yet to bring in. And yes, like, think about it. If you're Jacksonville, you need somebody who carries with themselves coach, culture, and coaching, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe you do go Lincoln Riley or somebody yeah. like that. I, I don't know, but you better bring, or you either have to bring in somebody who is truly established. established in college or go back to like an old guard. Yeah. And, you know, bring back, uh, like, whoever the equivalent of Bill Parcells is in modern time. Somebody who's been, like, Bill Cower. Yeah. Throw exactly. everything you can at Bill Cower and say, dude, come in here and run. Be the president of football operations. You may not even need to right. Well, it's like it's like what they did with, uh, what's his name, uh, from the Giants a couple of years ago. They just got rid of him not too long ago. Um, with the red face, the red nose. Why am I blanking on his name? Coughlin. Coughlin. Yeah. Well, everybody hated Coughlin. Right, right, right. People and it was it was Chark I was thinking of. Yeah. The LSU kid. Chenault, I think, went to Colorado. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. He yeah. Chark. Right. Come on. Yeah. Where are you, Mr. Buff? <laughs> yeah. A, a fellow. Hey, he's an alum. Come he, on, he, man. He, he, grad school, man. Grad school. I can't go with the bus, man. But look, you're right, man. I mean, Chenault, man, he's, 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 he's an okay receiver. Well, you can run him. You can ask him to throw. Like I'm not saying yeah. he's going to be a, an MVP candidate, but right. but the rest of that team, they went from having a great defense to having one of the average defense. They were building, but they just all of a sudden stopped after they signed Nikki Six, Nick Foles. They've been going downhill ever since. Well, you got to get to the bottom somehow. You can't you can't win only one game with Jalen Ramsey back there. He's going to make sure that you win two. <laughs> right, right. So they, they had to cut their losses. Right. The Jets, on the other hand, I, I don't like that. I have this. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because we're all wrapped up in this whole thing with Doug Peterson, who, mind you, after two games, looks so, a little different as a head coach slash play caller. But the point of it meaning that I I just have this. Don't you? I just have this strong feeling. We know Doug Marone is out. We know Doug Marone came in. He served his purpose. He's out. But don't you have this strong feeling in your gut that Adam Gase is going to be back with the Jets? No. No. No? No. No. No, I don't. I, I don't know, man. There's something about it. I where... mean, he's ruined Sam Darnold. They're not going to let him ruin another quarterback. Right. And I, and I really think that 
Sam is not that bad. He's not as bad as as as, as what he's been coached, man. He he can play this game. You know, in fact, out of that draft class, I thought he was the better of the quarterback. I mean, they had Allen, all those guys in that draft class. I thought he was the better coming out of um, the best of that bunch coming out. I mean, USC guy, you know, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to do a lot better. And he has shown some glimpses of being a pretty good quarterback. He just, I mean, he had a running back that didn't want to play. One of the best running backs. Mm-hmm. Bell just destroyed that whole team. Who now might become a real big part of what Kansas City does because uh, Edwards Alaire had a high ankle yeah. sprain yesterday. Yeah. And him taking him off the field. Couldn't they have gotten that kid a card or something? You see that? <laughs> that was a long walk. Well, did, did he wave off the cart? I don't. I, I mean, you was would you an option? You can't do that. They that game was in New up. Orleans. You think yes. Peyton had anything to do with that? Probably. <laughs> I mean, he gave Jameis Winston COVID. Well, <laughs> Jameis <laughs> tested positive for COVID, didn't he? That's why he's unavailable now. He finally just got rid of him. Well, do we know? Do we know for a fact that Sean was the one who gave it to him? No, I just oh, kidding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look at you, man. He's not going to be eating any more W's with me, man. Uh-uh. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. That's for sure. Well, I, I think he he still has it in him. Yeah. Right. Like I still I still think that James. Yeah. I guarantee you, Jameis was caught doing that in the locker room. <laughs> I know. And Sean Payton caught wind of it. You what know, he, you? he he was teaching it to somebody else on the on the right. team, and right. and Sean Payton was like, "I I hate this guy." You Bro, know, I, I can't even do I can't even do my fingers like that. <laughs> I know. Me, me either. But, Barry, I know you had narcs in the locker room. Come on. I know oh, you yeah. had guys who were basically given a little bit of assurance that they'd be taken care of by a coach, coordinator, or a general. Just let me know if you hear anything. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> Goody two-shoes. Backstab you in a minute. And and, yeah. and, and it's, it's known in the locker room. Hey, man, don't say anything. Shh, shh, shh. Here you come. Shh. Right, it's like that. At some, it's like that at radio stations too. Oh, trust absolutely. Me. But, but it, it's on. Taysom Hill came into the game yesterday, and I'm like, I can't stand this guy. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> Last week totally ruined Taysom Hill for me from from now on. Yes, I agree. <laughs> He's he. There are guys in which you know they said you can you can tell because like they'll be sitting outside the locker and they'll be leaning like this, leaning over, mm-hmm. trying to ear hustle, listening in. You know yeah. those type of guys, right? You know those type of guys. Oh, but by the way, I I texted you this, and we got to get into this. I'm coming around on a A. Ron Rogers in the State Farm commercial. Let's do that. Okay, let's take a quick break here. We'll wrap the hour on Sports (laughs) Map Radio coming up. I I saw that text, and I I even made a note because I figured we needed to get in on this. And it's crazy because Barrett's commercial, I see now all the time. That <laughs> preventing people from becoming their parents. I oh, think it's hilarious. I'm going to have a big lunch tonight. But it's everywhere for the world. NFL. I think that they're like a main sponsor of the NFL because I see that commercial yeah. all the time now. It's right. amazing how bad. I'm going to have a big lunch and right. a snack <laughs> for dinner. Started. All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> Come back. We'll talk about the age. You can go to break now. Come on. Go to break. Go to break. <laughs> all right, it's the middle. <laughs> the philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. 
and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. All right, 45. Such. Ooh. Yeah, now did... Uh... Did it uh, keep to leave? Did he really say calamari when trying to say Kyler Murray? Oh, I don't know. Or did he just say Kyler Murray really fast with his accent and it sounded like calamari? Well, his, his accent said, said it kind of fast. I think that's what it was. You were listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So Harry sent the text out sometime. I think this was yesterday, right? Yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Which said he was coming around on the Aaron Rodgers golf commercial. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it's the Rodgers rate. Now, these to be fair, these commercials have been brutal. They've been painfully awkward and uncomfortable mostly because of Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes just lack of really any type of human emotion I like Mahomes though in a lot of his spots his other spots it's just they've they've painted him to be a goof in the state farm commercials yeah. like with the ketchup you know he's like a little yeah, yeah. child like they've they're making him look bad right right yeah I also think though that you know, the the conversations that he and Rogers have with Jake are 
seem very scripted and forced because he's not neither one of them, Rogers or Mahomes. Just I, I just don't think they're great actors, but they're not supposed to be actors. I get that. Right. But you you're coming around on I'm this. Coming one. around on the one, the golfing one. What made you come around on it? Well, I've been it, first of all, it's on. Like I watched so much football this weekend, I must have seen it a hundred times. Okay, <laughs> and he steps in there and he hits the the tee shot because now he's pissed off with uh, with no Rogers uh, rate. Huh? Right, there's no Rogers rate, so he smacks it and he goes, "That come down yet?" And I, and I'm just looking at him <laughs> like, "Yeah, that was good." Right. And then and then even the facial when he's taking the um, the golf glove off at the end of the commercial, like it's he's way better in that one than he is with the one where he's throwing the football or the ball to the dog. And the dog's terrible in that one. I agree. I agree. It's great to see this. Look at this, Harry coming around. He comes around on the Eagles and he comes around on Jake. Really, Aaron Rodgers. Breakdown next. It's the middle. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. I love this part of the game. This is what I want to do. I love breaking down film and, and just really explaining uh, what plays are. Now, this is a screenplay. Now, we know the Eagles hadn't run screenplays well all year. Up until now, Jalen Hurts has been here. But watch this. On this screenplay, they got the perfect scenario. On this play, the offensive line is responsible. The first guy that gets out on the screen is usually a frontside guard, has the mugger, whoever has his back man-to-man. The second guy out has to get all the way out to the numbers and kick out the widest guy. And the guy that comes behind him has to check and see if there's anything trailing it, but then get up and get a block down the field. Well, it works out perfectly on this play. The assignments got a little mixed up only because the defense rushed and, 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 and held guys up a little bit. But if you watch this, look, they get the mugger. He gets the wide guy out and they lead him up the field. This is absolutely poetry in motion. I love breaking this stuff down. Look at it from this aspect. We got to get Herbert running a little faster, though. Play. Watch how it all ciphers out. When it ciphers out, look, the first guy out ends up being Kelsey. Well, uh, I'm sorry, Sam Malu. Then Kelsey, and then back here, Herbert. Now, Herbert ends up picking up the mugger. That's the guy right here that has Sanders man-to-man, and they just pass him off. Going down the field, get it to the lane. This is what we call the lane right here. You got to get, you're running back, you got to get to the numbers. And then after that, you got to get your big fellas out there running with you. Herbig, he's going full, he's going as fast as he can. He's going full speed. He's trying to get there. He eventually gets the block. But say Amala's got to be more aware there, too. Tracking the screen from the back. Yeah, he's got to, he's got to have his head on a swivel there, man. And see that you, you got to get the the retrace guy, and that was the retrace guy that Herbig was actually responsible for because he was the last guy out. But the the Simons got mixed up because you know they rushed and and kind of pent him at the line of scrimmage a little bit. But those that we call that a slow screen on Wednesday, I'm gonna break down the speed screen. Speed screens are to the wide receivers. They also call them tunnel screens. Mm-hmm. But I just want to see how the screen plays can really be epic in 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 this offense because they're trying to get to. The quarterback, and when they do that, man, you just throw dumping right behind him, 
And you get chunk yardage with those screenplays. Are you going to do the Kez Watkins one? Is that yeah, the I'm next the, one? Yeah, okay. I'm doing Kez Watkins. So I'm doing that on, on, on Wednesday. Yep. Nice. Yep. Love it. And, and we're not in on Thursday or Friday this week. Correct. So we so. may need one on Tuesday. All right. Well, you want one Tuesday too? All right, Tuesday. I'll well, do, Quez do three anyway this week, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Way to way to talk me into it, bro. Well, <laughs> I think people. This is what the people want, you know. Right. We're giving back to the community. But I love that though. You know, you see how effective it can be in chunk yardage. I mean, it really gives you an opportunity to get your guys out in space, big guys out in space, and those little DBs. They don't want any static with big guys like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they usually fall on the ground or go low to try to cut you and hope slowing, you know, slowing the, the offensive lineman down will slow the running back down. That's what they try to accomplish. But if you get a guy that's really quick enough to get out there and, and get lanes open, that's when you have them really big plays. I tell you, that guy, uh, he was a pretty high draft pick for the Cardinals. I think he was a second rounder, 33 defensive back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, wants yeah. no part of contact. No, no. None. He none. <laughs> He wanted to static. Yeah, I remember one time we were playing. Um, we were playing Dallas, and it was that. It was that. Um, I think it was the fifth down game, and it was cold. It was cold as hell outside. It probably it was probably around about 20, 21 degrees. And I pulled around. We call it Bob. And I pulled around on Bob, and he was the widest man, so I had to kick out the widest man. Deion Sanders literally ran out of bounds, and I'm chasing him. He ran out of bounds because I was responsible for him as I ran out there. He didn't want to get touched. Did he he no. ran out of bounds. No. So then I'm running back on the field. He comes up behind me, smacks my butt. Hey, big fella, you ain't got to worry about me. They don't pay me to, to tackle, bro. Yeah. They pay me to cover. <laughs> he said they pay me to cover. All you had to do was just tell – if you just pointed to the sideline, I'd have just went. Yeah. Just let you go. Next time, just point, and I'm going to go. What a disgrace. <laughs> Seriously. I said, I hear you, Dion. I hear you, man. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. We got a couple minutes. We'll be back in, what, a minute now for the network. Monday, we have McMullen at one. Little uh, overtime action with John. You ready for that? Is that today? Yeah. Overtime. Yeah. Okay. We go into overtime. What's the over-under? It goes straight. What was up with his connection on Friday? I don't know, man. I don't know. How about that on the stream? Raheem Howard had the Rams on the money line in a parlay. Wow. Yeah, I got him in-game. I think it was 13-3, and I got him in-game minus one and a half. And I was thinking, okay, even still I would have lost that, though, because a touchdown would have won it only by one. Mm. I mean, that game. Just screwed everybody. Did everybody. you see this, Aton? Uh, Fox twenty nine Phillies Twitter feed. No. Said McDonald's is will be releasing a spam burger topped with Oreos in China next week. For what? Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> this is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know my name. Second hour here, and we appreciate everybody hanging with us, rocking out on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, where you can watch us each and every day, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 Eastern, and also listen as you are now 
across all sports map radio platforms. It's a short week for us. We're only in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because of the Christmas holiday at the end of the week. So we'll try and get everything we can in, including continuing to react to a, a pretty busy weekend in football overall. We gave you a lot with the Jalen Hurts. It was the other game, right? The other mm-hmm. game, the game that everybody was watching was the Saints Chiefs. We could talk a little bit about that coming up. But Harry, right at the end, Harry pulled a Brooks. Harry pulled a Barrett. Right at the end of the long break, where we always have at the top of the hour a couple of minutes to talk with you on the stream, he brought up this story that we didn't have any time at all to get to. But apparently there is a new thing on the menu for McDonald's, but you can't get it in the States. Is that No, right? it's, it's in China. Okay. Okay. Uh, McDonald's is releasing the Oreo Spam Burger for a limited time. Now, what's on the Oreo Spam? You got to give us a little more than just. Well, spam. I'm just telling you, it's a it's a burger. It's got buns, okay. and it's got spam, and That's it's got cheap. Oreos. So, is there any cheese? Is there any lettuce, tomato? Is there anything else on this, or is it just spam, bun, and Oreo crumbles? It looks like there's some sort of like the Oreo filling. You know, the white filling. Oh, yeah, of course. Is right at the top of. You know, on top of the Oreo crust, and then the bun is on top of that, like a sesame seed bun. <laughs> so that's like your condiment, the white frosting, which is in the Oreo. Oh, man. <laughs> now, would you eat this thing? Barrett? I'm a no. We lost Barrett. Hold on. Barrett's on mute. Ah, jeez. What is going on? I, I tried to unmute you. It says I can't unmute you because you muted yourself. Were you that tired? That was that was on accident because I was trying to go look at this spam burger and I just found it. <laughs> I hit it on accident going to see this spam burger. Let's take and- a break real quick. We'll take a quick one. We're back in three. The Chief Saints and also this spam burger on the middle. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. So you saw it, right? Did you see it? That's absolutely horrid looking. Looks bro. disgusting, That's... doesn't it? Oh, what, what you could, what could you do with that? Now I've eaten that for my dogs. I've eaten spam once in college. Oh, I love spam though. I'll eat spam all day, but not um, with Oreos. Yeah, I'm not mixing it with Oreos. Why? It's probably better with Oreos. No, that's just not good. I'm not. You know. You know what I make? I make a special. I make spam fried rice. Yeah. It's it's absolutely amazing. I would take spam over scrapple any day of the week. I can't Me do the too. scrapple. I will at times. Yeah, scrapple. But see, that's the thing. Like, there probably isn't much difference between. Probably not. But I just, you know, the, the guy we have on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Mertidis, is a big fan of scrapple. Ugh. Yeah. You can't trust anybody who's a fan of scrapple. Yeah. Sorry. He's a fan of a lot of gross things. <laughs> Like hockey. <laughs> <laughs> there's just no need. That's the thing. Like, there's just no need for Scrapple. <laughs> there is always something else. Yeah. <laughs> never. Like, there is just never, especially because you know what it is. Well, the funny thing is hot dogs aren't much different than Scrapple, but right. I love hot dogs. Oh, I hate hot dogs. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all in the same family, right? Spam, 
hot it dog probably is crapper. but the presentation is so much better in a hot dog that you know most people love hot dogs see i guarantee you that if either one of you bit in if you didn't know if you had a blindfold on and you just bit into one of these spam burgers that had spam the oreo crumbles and then that mm-hmm. filling on it it would probably taste amazing no yeah I, I I think right. see so I so if this it. comes to america you're going to try it no i it's, it's going to make me vomit <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. And like you would, it would have to be a blind taste test. You'd have to go to a place, order a burger, and then they show up with the spam burger. You bite into it like you didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. Like, hmm, this is pretty good. But if your brain knows you're eating a spam burger with Oreo filling, uh, I don't think you're going to have a preconceived reaction. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, you guys, look at that. That's that's absolutely horrid looking, man. Like, if you take this sandwich right here, why would you even order that? What what in your mind says that Oreos and Spam might taste good together? They said they're going to be 400,000 of them produced and sold. Now, in, you know, in China, that's nothing. Yeah, exactly. There's no way I would eat that. Yeah, here we go. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so a lot in the first hour, rightfully so, with what we saw with two teams that really aren't going anywhere in the standings, but had a lot of discussion surrounding them on Sunday. The Philadelphia Eagles, of course, with Jalen Hurts at the helm, looking much different, completely different than with Carson Wentz. And then also the Jets, who found a way to win a football game and most likely knocking themselves out of the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. The other game, it was the other game for us, despite us being the other game for everybody else, was the Saints and Chiefs. And once again, I mean, my goodness, I I don't know what to think, but it's almost as if, the Chiefs are playing with us. I feel like the Chiefs are toying with us. Yeah. Right? It's it just yeah. something didn't seem like this was their best. Like, we got their best performance. No, I know. But they've won all of their road games this year, all eight. They've gone to um, Miami, right. New Orleans, Tampa Bay. Uh, I believe, did they go to Tennessee? Um, let me look up the record. They've got five really good road wins out of their division this year, is my point. I don't know exactly who all five of them are, but man, I, they even when they don't give their best, they just put that the defense is always, you know, being pressed. Like your defense is always being stressed by that quarterback. It's crazy. He's amazing. And he never seems to get sacked, man. No. I mean, and all it's the great. different arm angles that he delivers the ball from. Right. It's, it's, yeah. it's incredible to watch. Well, think about what you just said, Barrett. He clearly has more athleticism than the two I'm going to mention. But both Brady and Manning were able to get around because they were elusive when it mattered, right? Like knowing when to take a sidestep, mm-hmm. knowing when to move the pocket. Just that presence of who's around you. Clearly, they can't run like Russ or others. And Patrick Mahomes, I think, is, is somewhere in the middle. But he seems to have, like, right when you think you have him, he's gone. But he's not, he doesn't take off like Lamar Jackson or somebody like that. 
he just, to your point, he's so difficult to bring down or even get to. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't make sense because he's not super fast. He's not Ben Roethlisberger size. He just is incredibly elusive. And he's always looking to go down the field as opposed yep. to going oh, for the I run. He's got his eyes looking down the field. And I think that's what makes him that, – that puts him at another level because now he's looking for his playmakers. That's why it's so hard to cover, you know, Kelsey. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey was leading, you know, before this weekend, Kelsey was leading the league by, like, maybe 150 um, yards, you know, uh, this year. Not and a receiver, kept, but a tight end. And they kept him in check yesterday. He had a bunch of catches, but only 68 yards. Right, right. Yeah. So Well, one touchdown was called back. Right. He did have one that counted. Right. That's incredible, though, man. It's incredible. And then, then Hill is more than just a speed guy. Hill. Yeah, he's, Hill is more than just a speed guy. I mean, he's showing the ability to go out there and even catch hard catches. And he was drinking what pickle juice on the on the uh, <laughs> the table, the massage table on the sideline yesterday. It looked like he broke into my golf bag and, <laughs> and pulled out one of the airplane bottles. <laughs> is that what you have stashed in? Oh there? yeah, I got them oh, stashed all there? over the place in there. Oh man, I'm not... <laughs> that's good work by you. That's that's just like my um my telescope fishing rod. I got to put some some travel uh. What are you? What are, what are they travel up? How many ounces are they? Uh, I don't like know. Like eight or ten, something like that, right? Yeah, well, airplane bottles. Them. Yeah, airplane they're bottles. Not, they're not even. They're not even that much. Oh, is that right? They're. Oh yeah, there's. Yeah, you know, it's like a. It's like a shot. a shot or two. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna go put some in my bag. So mm-hmm. when I do go play again. That's why they sell them right at the register at the liquor store when you're checking right. out. You're like, oh, give me that twelve pack <laughs> of these. Now look at this Joey B on the stream. Aton looking like Jesse from. Breaking, breaking bad. bad. If I look that skinny, then I'll take it. <laughs> Absolutely, I'll take it. Thank you. There are much worse people I could look like, including wider people. So the fact that he went with the string beam gives me uh, a little hope, that's all, that I'm moving in the right direction. Now, with that said, I, I don't know. Like, the MVP shifted a little bit, and you, you want to talk about shifting. Think about this. The MVP versus the Heisman. We actually right. have, for the first time since Derrick Henry, right, a non-quarterback that's the favorite to win the Heisman. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes, no matter what he does, no matter who he goes up against, you cannot see, and I don't think anybody, even Aaron Rodgers, I think at this point, is too far away for me to even place a bet on. I mean, this is Mahomes to lose. And meanwhile, I think we're going to have the first time in a long time, or a couple of years, but still, a non-quarterback win the Heisman. Aaron Rodgers was kept in check on Saturday night by Carolina's defense, but they just couldn't stop the run. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah. And that probably is going to stand out more so than Mahomes going up against a much better defense. I right. I think, right? I would think so. Oh, Chiefs, man. Chiefs. Don't forget good. about uh, the Buffalo quarterback. He's got to be in the conversation. Really? He's got to be in the room. You don't think so? Just by the nature of, of of who he is and who his team is, you know, it's going to be hard for people to vote on him because nobody outside of that 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 New York area really watches Buffalo. They're not yeah, well, a, they're not a brand name yet. All right, well, let's look at this right now. Before Week 15, Mahomes was minus two seventeen to win it, and mm-hmm. Rogers was plus one fifty eight. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen was plus 2733. 
Henry's 61 to one. Forget it. He's off the list. But is Allen third? Yeah. Okay. So he's in the room. That's my. He, that's all my point is. I'm not saying he's going to win it. Now, look at what changed. After we just saw a weekend's worth of football, mm-hmm. Mahomes dropped. Mahomes went from minus 217 to minus 300. So he's even more of a lock to win it after what happened against the Saints. Rodgers, on the other hand, to Harry's point about being kept in check, went from plus 158 to plus 240. Mm. That's a pretty big drop right there for yeah. a guy who should have been neck and neck with Patrick Mahomes. And Allen, to your point, moved from 2733 to plus 1800. Yeah. You know, that's kind of weird, too, because that's all they talked about during that game was the race for MVP leading yeah. up to the game. I yeah. was all, it was nothing but advertisement for him being the MVP this year. That's all they talked about. No, so, I, so you yeah, think uh, Devonta Smith is going to win the Heisman? Well, that's the, who I'd vote for if I got a, I had a vote. He's the odds-on favorite. Yeah, I didn't know he was the favorite. Yeah, he moved up in the favorite after this weekend. Okay, because I mean, you know, still Mac Jones is throwing in the football, and wasn't Mac Jones ahead of him? He was. I thought he was. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Mac Jones would be the uh, MVP. No, so that's that's what happened. Is Jones was, but they moved Smith up. Mm. I think Trask, I think that that had a lot to do with I think quarterbacks have canceled each other out. You can't give it to Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields, Barrett brought this up in hour one. Justin Fields has not been playing like a Heisman over the last couple of weeks. You right. have two guys in Mac Jones and Kyle Trask who I think kind of canceled each other out. Is there another, right? So is there another on defense even? Is there another non-quarterback? That has truly stood out like Smith, probably, no. but I don't know to that extent. Now maybe the uh, maybe the running back now for Alabama, who had the incredible game against <laughs> yeah. Florida. I mean, he's had a great year too. But I would, I, I would say Pitts would probably if Pitts if they would beat yes. Alabama, I say it would be Pitts over Trash. You, you could know, make Pitts an argument. Incredible, absolutely, yes. But um, it's funny because I still think even though he won't win the the award because he lost the ability to play two games, I still think Lawrence is the best player in college football. Correct. Even though he won't win the award. Correct. And that's the problem is that there's just been precedent set where nobody will win the Heisman if you've missed two games. But the fact that, you know, they they released these stupid rankings on yesterday, I guess it was, and you got the the college football playoff, which I figured would be the one, two, three, four that they had. I I figured Notre Dame would make it and they should have made it over Texas A&M. The fact that they have Cincinnati behind Florida with three losses is a joke. Yeah. And and Iowa State ahead of Coastal Carolina. Iowa State lost at home to Louisiana, who Coastal Carolina beat. And right. they're undefeated. Embarrassment. It is. It's it's, it's a total travesty. Oh, I'm sorry, Brand. The big brand name doesn't need to be in any postseason. What's well, this? The Big 12. I mean, they, they need to be exempt. The last three Heismans, the last three Heismans came for the Big 12. In fact, from one Yeah, school, you're, you're quarterback. Yeah, the last three Heismans. From Oklahoma. From good old Oklahoma. Does he even acknowledge Alabama anymore? No. No. How can no. you? No. Well, here's the thing. Just because you put a Heisman out doesn't mean that you're worth watching in a playoff. Like, that's that's the misnomer is, oh, mm. let's, let's jam them in there because they have a Heisman candidate. I'll, I'll say this, though. I disagree with you, Harry. I think A&M should be in. Why? 
They got beat I, by Florida or Alabama house them. I've already seen that. Now I want to see Notre Dame get beat by 50. We just by saw Alabama game lose in a playoff game. Not every conference is built equally. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have a playoff game. That's your conference championship. It's not my fault. College didn't hype this. They should have hyped this up like a, like a play in game, like a true playoff game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It seems like we're rewarding the only team that Notre Dame lost to, I get it, was Clemson, mm-hmm. but this was a different Clemson team than they beat, clearly, than they beat. And well, I think more that- so than the quarterback, too. The three starters on defense, that's a bit that was a big deal. For Clemson. Right. Yes. Correct. Three guys in their front seven. The guy who lines everybody up, that that middle linebacker who was a force on Saturday. And uh, they had two linebackers and the defensive tackle. That was, that was a big, big deal. Because the quarterback, the kid actually played well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But they couldn't stop. They uh, couldn't run the ball. That's yeah. the difference. And Lawrence's presence on the field it opened things up for Etienne, who had a, who had a big day. So doesn't well, that mitigate that victory for you? Well, what do you say? I mean, look at Ohio State. I still don't think Ohio State should be in there. I Just agree lack of lack of lack of playing. But the yeah. biggest thing is that conference is not that good. They barely beat Northwestern. Northwestern. And they're still, you know, able to go in and play. But they the were missing a lot of players too because of COVID. Right. Right. It was like, whoa, 20 players or something. It was something ridiculous. A couple of good wide receivers and guys on defense. See, this is the thing, though. How much, like Clemson, I understand, okay, they're in Alabama and Clemson. I, I get it. But Ohio State and Notre Dame, I, I don't think the playoffs loses this is this major hit. Now, again, Notre Dame, you're going to say, well, people watch them all over the country. I, mm-hmm. I, I understand that. But some of it, I feel like, should have been mitigated by the fact that Notre Dame lost to the real Clemson, and that's probably who the real Notre Dame is. That's all. Yeah. Now, well, could Notre Dame beat Texas A&M? I, see, that's what we need. Give me that game. That would a be a very competitive game. Absolutely. Yeah, it would. I would not so you, have Ohio State out for that game. So you say take one and two and then have a playoff with four other teams to see who's going to play one and two and then – Whoever wins those games plays in the national championship. Hey, all you need to do is just add two more teams. If there was ever a year that you could get away with having extenuating circumstances mean that you bend it a little bit, it would be this year, would it? I mean, yeah, they've been doing it. Ah. So you have Oklahoma play Ohio State and you have AM play Notre Dame for the right to play either Clemson or Alabama. Absolutely. Right. Nah, I, I, I could sign up for that. Me too. But I also think Cincinnati should play Coastal Carolina in the group of five championship game. There ought to be a group of five championship. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So add eight teams. This is now we've added eight teams. Well, no, that's eight teams, though, but the the two are for a different game. They they only play each other for to say they're the group of five champion. Okay, I see what you're saying. Just to give, you know, it's five conferences can play for some sort of championship. Right. Right. Because okay. they're never going to get in the other dance. No. They're not going to allow it. I and mean, if UCF, UCF, what do you mean, nor should they? You think Cincinnati could really stay even wildly competitive with Notre Dame? I would say UCF the other year that went undefeated could have. That was a good football team, and they were like 11, 12, and 0. They were a track team. That's what they were. Well, whatever. Yeah, they, they, they were good. Oh, yeah. That was the year that they were the self proclaimed champions. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. 
All right, let's take a quick break here. You are rocking out, watching. We appreciate everybody following along. It's the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, phillyvoice.com, slash the middle, and Sports Map Radio. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. Okay, 29.45. Are we staying in segment here now? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll tell you, that that Kyle Pitts, dude, he's something, isn't he? Yeah, he's really good. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. He finished at Archbishop Wood, but he started at Abington. Is that right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scraffle is great. There you go, Owen. Come on, Owen. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Now, here you go. It, yeah. <laughs> Barrett can be honorary captain. <laughs> I saw that, man. I was trying to ignore it. <laughs> now, is it uh, Andaly B? Is it Andaly B, Aton? Oh, so, yeah. They, I, I they keep saying smash the like button. Is there a like button? No, I think oh. just William Yeager. You guys need a longer show. We're bringing you the meat. 11 to 1 is the meat of a normal midday show. You know, these right. shows, they go four hours. Right. They usually run out of gas right after like an hour and a half. Yeah. And then they usually pick up with like a half hour left. Mm-hmm. So we are right there in the middle, not only in the middle of your day, but in the middle of when your typical midday show runs out of gas. Right. And we but are two hours of just... The Right, there's no filler with this show. It's like jumbo lump crab meat. There's no like breading in the crab cake of this show. It's all jumbo lump. I love that. That's a great analogy. (laughs) You a lump guy? Uh, Jumbo lump, bro. Not lump by, is it the presence? Oh, the presence of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish wish Ron Culver could pull that up and YouTube will flag us. That's a great song. And and then didn't Weird Al make a parody he might have. called Gump? I think he did. He might and have. Made a Forrest Gump in the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's Gump. He's Gump. Yeah, he's Gump. He is in my head. <laughs> oh, we need to play the Weird Al one. Oh, what we need here. Not the Angry Al one. No, come on. There's only one. There's only, only one Angry Al. Dude, I didn't take a shower Saturday or Sunday. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was in sweats the entire weekend. I, I showered up Friday night to go out. And then Saturday, from noon until last night around 8 o'clock, nothing but football. It's an awesome feeling. Isn't it? That's great work by you, man. I'm proud yeah. of you, Harry. Yeah. He's you gump. You He's in. Gump. What's in his head? He's gump. He's gump. He's gump. Is he inbred? <laughs> Weird Al, man. What's with his hair? He's underrated, Weird Al. Sports Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, alongside Ron Culver, here's Tony D. This is how much Ron just wants to get out. What happened there? Well, Ron Ron is just like these... These people that are these poor people that are listening to this radio show have probably had enough. Mm-hmm. And to prevent people from leaving, 
just from hearing our names, he's at least trying to keep people in. I see. Because if people hear that it's Tony D and Ron Colt, they'll stick around. Okay. If people hear your name, my name, to a lesser extent, Barrett's name. I'm out. They're out. They they pick up. They cl- click. Right. Yeah. What an old program. Oh, what's up with that? Let's just Ron. Ron actually did us a solid right there, trying to get people to stay on the network element of it, knowing that people would yeah. flee like a lava volcano erupting. Right. We heard our we got stuff going on here. But how about the tweet from Culver yesterday? Even though it was a loss at Shander's show, at Harry Mays TU, at B. Brooks 7 2 NBCS, y'all might have found your quarterback at the right. middle show. Y'all. He dropped a y'all on us. Houston <laughs> rubbing off on Culver right here for it. I, I, yeah, I mean, think about it, right? This is a perfect example. Ron has been, not to his choice, of course, but Ron is the one person that has been inundated with all of our crap from Philadelphia every single day for two hours. We have a lot of people that are listening and following along that are not in this city, and we try to give you at least a perspective of what's happening with stories that become national, that become big. Everybody's talking about Hertz this morning again, but we also recognize that we get in our bubbles. We get caught in our bubbles. Mm-hmm. So Ron is the, what is it, the ombudsman, right, of the show. Yeah. Where he can keep us kind of on a rudder of, hey, you guys are completely in your bubble, or, you know, that's pretty objective, even coming from you guys. So I look at that and and kind of equate it to how a lot of people see this Eagles team right now, which is, what's the deal? What's the problem? What's the What are you guys all complaining about? You've got Jalen Hurts as the quarterback. Move on. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, and, and for what, the first 12 weeks, you know, how many times did we watch the game thinking, like, there's no way they're going to score here? Wait, like, we got no chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you just kind of knew you were sort of – you were beaten into submission to just thinking that your offense had no chance. Yet yesterday, every time they got the ball in the second half, I'm thinking, man, they could score here. And I had the other side, so I'm like, dumb. I was going bananas. We you went know? through – we we actually went through a game where there were no third down conversions, none. Well, none yeah. How many weeks ago was that? Three, four right. weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. With no yeah. third down conversions how and do you zero trips offense? to the red zone. Zero. Zero. None. You, mean you never. You never passed the twenty. Mm-hmm. Like, that's simply up. ridiculous, man. How does that's that happen? Right. Now, here's something that uh, I guess I needed to ask Ron. Was that was were you voluntarily watching that game or did you just have everything else? Red zone, red maybe. Zone. Okay, red zone. Yeah, red zone. That's red. And it kept coming back to that game, and I was like, you know what? Uh, this it was, a, it was an exciting game, and you guys looked really good. I mean, Jalen Hurts is a huge difference maker for you guys, and this team has more energy than they had bad in the last what thirteen weeks with Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's the thing that was really palpable to me yesterday, more so than last week. Yes. Yesterday, it, it looked like a, a really energized team. Well, that carried I, over, I, though, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it grow. I, and, and Barrett, you can speak to this best, but something like that, I think the seeds were planted last week. You had this belief now that you actually won a football game. And to be down 16 nothing to anybody in the NFL and come mm-hmm. back and make it a game is tough. I, it, it said a lot. I think it said a lot. More telling than anything, it just shows that these this this younger generation of guys, these rookies that are, are starting to step up. 
are starting to carry the lantern. You know, they're they're looking to themselves more so yeah. to energize their play. I mean, look at the young guys that, you know, look how they're playing. The right. Sanders. Now, why you know, do you think that Miller. doesn't happen with Wentz or hasn't happened this year? Because I think it's more so the old guard. How many of those, how many of those, you know, young guys were playing like they're playing for for uh for Hertz? You know, I mean I mean Quez Watkins came out and made a huge play. Mm-hmm. Huge play. But I mean, but, last season, last year, Greg Ward and those guys were doing it for for Wentz. Right, right, right. You right. know, you're right. But this is a little different this this game um, this year because you could see like it's a changing of the guards now. Like Alshon is having his last hurrah. He's bowing mm-hmm. out. You could tell he's bowing out. You know, I can't wait till he's gone. He balled yesterday. Yeah, he had two um, two huge. I mean, huge pass interference calls uh, awarded for him. Mm-hmm. And that's just because Jalen Hurts gave him an opportunity to go get it. Carson would have held it and ducked his head and got sacked right there or, or, mm-hmm. or you know, he did something stupid like, you know, a fumble or something. Instead, he gave the, the, the wide receiver a chance to go make a play. And that's all these guys have always wanted is a chance to make a play. They hadn't had yeah. that chance in a while. He also got away with one too. Yeah, he did. I but I'll say this though, and this is where I, I will credit Akib Talib for relying on his own expertise and his own experiences in the NFL. But even now, as Patrick Peterson has aged and lost a half a step, probably even a step to where he was, that's that's a tough cornerback to go up against when you're throwing at him. And Jalen Hurts had no fear. Throwing at Patrick Peterson, zero. Mm-hmm. He's putting it on the money too, though. I mean, putting it on the money. That only way that um, the only person that could get it was that huge catch radius by uh, Alshon, yeah. and he used it to also. He Jalen Hurts did the impossible yesterday, and I'm going to tell you what that is in 20 seconds here on the stream, PhillyVoice.com/slash/the-middle and SportsMap Radio. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. The middle. the middle. They arrested a man they say broke into the Massachusetts home owned by Brady and Bunchen. He was just hanging out on the couch in the basement, man. That's all. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> What, was he playing video games? No, he, he was just hanging. He just broke in and was just chilling. Just hanging out in the basement. Wow. All right, now let's let's look at this. You've broken into Brady and Giselle's house. You've got 10 minutes before you need to get the hell out of there and not get caught. What are you doing? What are you grabbing? All right, well, if I broke into Giselle and Tom's home in Massachusetts, chances are I'm a Patriot fan. All right? And I'm looking, scouring the house for the for a Super Bowl ring. Right. And I'm just where I'm going to, if I find one, I'm going to put it on. I'm going through the drawers of the jewelry and all this stuff. Uh, for <laughs> Don't Tommy. you think that's locked up? He's got like six kids. Well, he's got so many rings. He's probably got one on the coffee table. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. 
For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Jalen Hurts got Travis Fulgham involved. Oh, that's right. It's an impossibility. Right. There was a Travis Fulgham sighting yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. They They worked in Zach Ertz Uh, to the (laughs) offense. Yeah. Now here they had to because uh, um, Jalen Rigger was out. That's right. He was out out of the game. (laughs) Now here's the thing: we didn't mention this, but the special teams have been atrocious this season. They have, and they got that punt block. That was like a jailbreak punt block, by the way. And apparently, the punter suffered a concussion on the play. Right. Right. Well, my question is, when did they notice that he had the concussion? Because he came into the, the game into the second half and punted. And that was in the first half. Right. So wouldn't it be at halftime they evaluate him or sometime between the the actual play and halftime to say, yeah, you didn't pass the protocol, you're out of the game. He went back in and punted once until – and then the, the next possession was when the field goal kicker, Elliott, punted. Yeah. And how about this? How about they converted – on a fourth down with mm-hmm. a punt. Fake Are you kidding me? Right. A fake punt, yeah. That was, on a fourth down. that was expertly ran, too. Yes. Yeah, that was, was really good. I wonder if they've even run something like that all year, because I don't think the Eagles even saw that on tape. And then they missed the field goal or something also? No, field goal block. A PAT block, rather. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. See, I almost would rather Ron continue to come back with the Tony D and Ron Culver because I, I'm I just we just lost three listeners on the stream after they heard the rejoin that it was us. And not, you know, Jake Asman extending his show for two more hours. I'm telling you, there's something about that. Just immediate reaction in your brain, like muscle memory of, oh, Shander's on again, click. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I had enough of him yesterday. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing. I know we didn't get to this yet, uh, but we were talking about it during the, the break about, you know, the punter getting the concussion, and he's the holder for the point afters and the field goals. Exactly. What would Doug have done? Had they scored on that Hail Mary, would he have gone for two to win the game, knowing that he would have had to put maybe Zach Ertz in as the holder? What would he have done? Well, Ertz already yeah. he had a tough snap, but yeah. Ertz already bungled the tough snap. Right. So he probably would have gone for two, right? Yep. Did somebody ask him that in the post game? Yep. I don't think so. Did they, they? did? Yeah. What did he say, Barrett? He said, uh, probably, probably win the game, probably. Probably. Look, the season's over. Why yeah. not go for two? We saw yeah. Rivera do that earlier in the year. Mm. Season so wasn't good. even technically over for Rivera. They lost a football game. It was the same week in which the Giants or another team, I thought it was the Giants, got a late two-point conversion to win the game where Washington was on the road. Right? No, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. wasn't. But that's the thing. Washington got that win or lo- they lost the game trying to go for two in the last couple of seconds. And yeah. you're like, okay, well, they're not going anywhere. You might as well anyway. Right. What are you really holding on to? And that was the same. That was the same week that Dallas messed up on a uh, on a. Uh, they lost the game with um with their kickoff return. That's right to Atlanta. That was yep. the Atlanta Falcons. That was like week two, wasn't it? That right. was early. That's what I yeah. mean. It was early in the year. We saw like yep. Ron Rivera was already coaching the first month of the season. Like this season doesn't matter. 
That would have been something else to watch out. All right, I got to bring this up. I think a lot of people miss this, and rightfully so. But this is why every single score counts. This is why every single point on the board counts, because there is always a bet surrounding it. It doesn't matter if the gate closed at three and a half. There are people out there who took it at six and a half, and there are people out there who bet it down to zero. There is always something to look at, and every single play impacts the end result. Here I am. I brought up this term a couple of weeks ago, so just to refresh to Barrett and others, I don't even know if it's a a major term or not, but there's always an anchor play. If you're running multiple tickets, a lot of times you have an anchor play where it's one play that you're most comfortable in, and you use that across the board. So maybe three or four different tickets. You tie different bets, parlays into that game. Correct. Thank you, Harry. I appreciate it as always to, to... Fill in with the proper terminology. Because well, I'm looking at Barrett's face, and I can see that he's confused. So I'm trying to <laughs> trying to break this down. To- <laughs> so I busted the Colts down. That thing closed at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Right. Houston was down by seven. They had one shot to tie it to go down the field. The seven and a half where it closed, it was already in. You already, if you had Houston seven and a half, you already won that bet. No matter what, if you had Indy minus seven and a half. You already lost mm-hmm. seven. You were looking at a push. Well, I had four different tickets anchored by the Colts busted down to six and a half. So I'm watching this final drive closer than anything that I've watched, except for the final drive with the Eagles Cardinals all weekend. And I'm watching Deshaun Watson do what Deshaun Watson's capable of fellas, which is lead a team down when they really need a drive to get close. Mm-hmm. Here they are on the 15 yard line. And I'm watching my tickets, multiple tickets start to remember in Back to the Future. You don't, Harry, because you didn't see this. But Barrett, do you remember in the first Back to the Future when he's on stage and the picture is starting to disappear and he's starting to disappear as well? Yep. That's my ticket. I'm watching four tickets because Deshaun Watson is leading his offense down the field. Fast forward, 15-yard line, pass to Kiki Kute who catches the ball and runs 13 yards on the two-yard line. Darius Leonard, out of nowhere, punches that ball loose. It goes into the end zone. Colts recover for a touchback. The mm. bet, the bets are safe. Wow. He's one of the best players in the league. Yeah, he is. I, he I, really I is. couldn't believe what I just saw. I mean, yeah. you talk about a brutal way to lose that versus a, bet, <laughs> a great way to win it. I, I was all in. Now, Joey B says Aton uses his losing bet slips as rolling paper. No, they're all digital. <laughs> <laughs> they're all digital, my friend. If that, w- if that was a tweet, that would be a good tweet. Yeah, not a bad tweet. <laughs> nah, not a bad tweet there. Not a bad one. Now, did I, did because we were talking about Akib Talib, right? And, you know, everybody was, uh, Twitter was a, a blaze during the game. I don't know how many texts I got. Who is this guy? Because I had to tell people who it was, right? How do people not know who Akib Talib is? I don't know, because I guess they just didn't see him. They hear him, and they're like, who is this guy? Well, there was not everybody was a fan. Joe Banner weighed in during the game. Did you see this? No, I did not. see the tweet, this tweet, at Joe Banner 13. It's his account. In a world of terrible analysts. Talib is by far the worst I have ever heard, adding absolutely nothing and missing a ton. How does he get on the air? He's got <laughs> he's got that agency. Well, first off, and I was going back and forth with Will Blackman on Twitter about this, former NFL player, 
and mentioned because there were two people that I follow that were involved in this conversation. So it was retweeted into my timeline. And it have it had to do it stemmed from this whole thing with Akib Talib. Just because like first off, you Barrett mentioned it. You need representation to get in a room. You need these big hires that are television, yeah. big networks, what they're doing. You need some sort of representation to get in that room. And then it comes down to decision makers who like you or don't like you, but they tend to like you a little more if you're repped by the same people that have provided other guys, 70% of the staff, right. right? That doesn't mean that a, you will get a job automatically if you're repped by those people, but you're definitely in a much better position to get a call back if you are. And B that if you do get a job because you're connected, you don't deserve the job. I think you need, we need to separate the two because yeah. I, I think Akeem Tlaib steps in. He's green in a lot of areas, but... Including his suit. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> including the visual. But you can see that there are things that you can grow with. And look, to be fair, there are plenty of people out there, both in a play-by-play and color commentating mode, that do hit you, that can speak clearer and are a little more eloquent but hit you with nothing. Mm-hmm. Hit you with zero substance. They talk a lot, but they don't say anything. And they yeah, sound good doing it, but they're not really giving you any insight. They're not breaking down anything, giving you forward insight on what's about yeah. to happen or what just happened or why they did this, right. why they did that. Romo is, is great at that because offensively, he can call the play before it even happens. Tell right. exactly where the ball is supposed to go. And, you know, it, it gives you that, that, that sense of, all right, we're watching the game together. And I'm giving you this little tidbit to push you in the right direction. He's laying down breadcrumbs the entire time. And as they lay these breadcrumbs down, everybody's taking these breadcrumbs and pushing it forward. And the other guy, was it Brandon Gordon? Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Gowden Gordon. I'd never Not heard Brandon of him. Gowden. No, no, no. Not okay. DLG. <laughs> no, okay. no, but apparently he's on uh, the Madden game as the play-by-play guy. Is he? Wow. That's what that's what I was told. Now I have it usually down on mute. That's Ron Culver, I'm sure, can confirm that or deny it. I don't think Ron's a gamer. No. Yeah, but Ron, he knows stuff. Gamer, right? Ron knows stuff. Well, he's got kids that game. Yeah. But I think they're all into Fortnite, not Madden. Call of Duty. Yeah, I don't play. No. I think it's unfair. You, you're now painting with a broad brush, Harry Mays. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But 91 uh, L6er says, every time Tlaib said, watch for Hertz to make a play with his legs here, uh, they did the exact opposite. He did say that a lot. That was something he was just, he wanted to see Jalen Hurts yeah, make did. a play with his legs. Yeah. Next time on third down. Yeah. He hurts. He's going to make a play, play with his legs here, man. I guarantee you he's going to play with his legs this next third down. Because every time he does it, he's good right. at it. Right. And I understand why he was saying it. You know, because, I mean, last week, Hertz converted seven first downs, yes. you know, converted seven third downs to first downs. And, and that's huge. Yeah. But not every single play. Yeah. It's not every single play. I don't know, man. Uh, well, that's the thing is there was a lot of adjustment. And if you were just looking at last week, even us, when we came out talking about it, leading up to that game mentioned how Hertz went, one, two in progressions and tucked it. Mm-hmm. Very rarely, if it ever, was he really looking or throwing at a third or fourth progression. So that was basically the book, which is, hey, this kid's going to run. This kid's going to tuck the football as soon as something isn't working. Right. 
but that kind of changed a little bit. He that didn't run as much changed. yesterday. No, he, he ran when he had to. Right. He showed a lot. I think he showed a lot of maturity from one week to another. I just don't know what the hell you do right now. This, yeah. this I, I don't think, have we ever been in this situation before? I, no. I don't know if, if it has a team been in this situation before. Carson Wentz. Is what, yeah, not to pay a guy. Yeah, he ain't even started. He hadn't even Hell. started making 128 million yet. I mean, maybe what you go back that? to Randall Cunningham and Jaws. But how old was Jaws? Oh, was up there. Yeah, yeah. Carson. Yeah. Carson yeah. will be 28 in a week. A week from wow. this Wednesday, Carson Wentz will be 20. Is that right? Yeah. How old was Joe Montana when he went to the Chiefs? Even Don. You knew McNabb had nothing left mm -hmm. when he was shipped down to Washington. Washington and then Minnesota after that, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. I, I just, the reason why this is a fascinating story is because I don't think the NFL has ever had anything like this before. Not to this yeah. extent. No. You know, not to a guy that, that they just declared a franchise quarterback and then they draft a guy in the second round after you already signed a franchise quarterback deal and then wow. now are in a position to, this guy is playing great. I mean, it was pre-salary cap, but the Niners had Steve Young behind Montana for many years. How long right. did Steve Young sit? A couple of years. Two Aaron Rodgers sat for three Aaron years. Aaron Rodgers sat for three or three years. Or yeah. Now, now Glenn, year. we're talking about sat, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Steve Young, remember, Steve Young wasn't necessarily drafted by... He came out of the USFL. Correct. He was in Tampa Bay before that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's right. In Tampa for two years. That's right. So in, in 1987, the 49ers brought in Steve Young. Right. He played eight games that year. Mm -hmm. Now, how old was Joe Montana? Joe Montana was 31 at that point. Mm -hmm. And remember, right. a 31-year-old quarterback in 1987 has a lot more tread on his tires than a 31-year-old quarterback in 2020. No question. You're getting pummeled out there. Even they Brett weren't. Favre. Like, at, at Brett Favre wasn't benched his first year or second year that Aaron Rodgers was in town. Right. Favre would have lit that place on fire. He would have gone postal. There would have been a, you know, I don't want to, you know, take it to that level, but there would have been a problem <laughs> in Green Bay. He was pissed. He, he, he made it known. He made it known, too. I'll never forget this. The final offseason that, but right before they moved on from Favre, there was this offseason where nobody knew what the hell was going on. And they constantly were asking Aaron Rodgers, hey, you know what, like right in the start, preseason, right with camp starting, hey, what's going on with, and Rodgers had these dark bags under his eyes. He stressed out. He couldn't sleep. He didn't know what the hell was going on. Favre was gone. They interviewed Rodgers a week later. He looked like somebody put on one of these miracle creams from Hollywood where he mm. didn't have a single line on his face or anything, mm. refreshed and ready to go. You're right. Favre put up a fit. I'm just saying, when have we had something like this to where you don't know if a 28-year-old former quasi-MVP is going to be the starter versus a kid who is a rookie and only played four, really, four and a half games? I, we, I don't think we've had this before. Jaws was no. like 34, I think, when Randall came on. Seriously, man. Th there's yeah. something about how unique. Was it, uh, was it Brady? I think Brady, when he took over the reins, 
was kind and of the same from situation. Bledsoe. Yeah, because Bledsoe got got knocked out the game. That was injury, though. Yeah, and he was never allowed to come back and be the starter, though. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's unheard of. Usually, if you you lose your job to injury, you automatically yeah, yeah. get your job back. Well, especially to a guy that was drafted in the sixth round. Right. He never got that opportunity. Right. They Boy. stuck with him from that point on. You know, Bledsoe was twenty nine. Mm. 29 and, and just just signed a big contract also this is a guy who led the well he led the league in picks one year but you know Bledsoe that's not a that's not that's a pretty good one off. yeah all right yeah. we got a quick break we'll wrap the hour coming up next you are listening you are watching it is the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio hi i'm john doherty May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. All right, back in a minute, and then we have another overtime. So, hey, let me ask yeah. you guys. Are you guys watching football this whole yep. entire week? You watching all the bowl games? The Myrtle Beach Bowl, the famous Idaho well, Potato Bowl. I, are they having all those bowl games? Yep. Well, if they're having them, I'm watching them. Well, tonight is – uh, well, today at 3.30 is – uh. The Appalachian State, North Texas, and that is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Is that right? Yeah. Then well, tomorrow, I love Myrtle Beach, so I'm watching it. Yeah. They have two games tomorrow, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, and that has t- Tulane in Nevada. Well, that's the Blue that's Turf. Right. Yeah. Yep. The Blue Turf Bowl, yeah. That's the Schmurf that's the And then we got the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. I thought that's, that's canceled. Box. I thought that's postponed. Is it? It doesn't say it. No, because I know the, the there's a couple bowls that the American Conference is tied into that they just aren't having at all, like Birmingham Bowl, um, with the one in the Bahamas. Yeah, here we go.
are listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so final 90 seconds here. Another version of Overtime comes your way. Thanks to our great people at Book It. We appreciate you rocking out. Another version of The Middle, Monday edition. All over on Sports Map Radio and 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City, where you can hear us each and every day, two hours a day in AC. Barrett asks, I think, the most important question of the week, right? Are we going to be watching football every single day now? Yes. Absolutely. I will. Look, I, I told you there's last night I sat through four different under tickets. Mm. That had me watching that awful game. It was an awful game. I would never yeah. ask anybody to watch that football game, but I didn't mind it because even, I tickets. Even if I bet it, I would have just gone to bed. Fair. I did that with Michigan State, and I yeah. lost. So I'd be too invested then. I'd, I'd have to watch it also. I can do that with every other sport except football, Barrett. There's never a set it and forget it for me in the NFL. I don't know oh, why yeah. that is. Oh, it's easy. Well, I just – really bliss. Play. I just watch football. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, I, I watched I, I, three I episodes of uh, Hell on Wheels last we're night. We're back tomorrow. It's the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle of sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. And look at that. It's overtime. Another edition of Overtime here on the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander brought to you, of course, by the great people, as you just saw, at Book It Sports. We maintain it is the place to be, the place to go for all of your sports betting interactions from tickets to lines to even some trash talking. Just download it now, the Book It Sports app on the Google or Apple marketplaces. And we bring in, as promised, our NFL insider, courtesy of Jacob Media, John McMullen at JF McMullen, fresh off of another Monday Doug Peterson press conference. And it looks like the secret is out, John. Anybody who thought this would be some sort of secret for the rest of the week, it's Jalen Hurts starting this weekend against Dallas. We know that. At yeah, least. shocker. Who, who who didn't see that coming? Uh, I'm I'm stunned that uh, Doug is sticking with Jalen Hurts. I, <laughs> I, I don't know why he goes through this every week. Just say he's the starter for the rest of the season. Um, but – Ultimately, you know, Jeffrey Lurie's involved. Howie Roseman's involved. He doesn't want to admit that. Maybe, maybe that's the the part of this that doesn't make sense. Well, John, I don't know. Did anybody ask Doug yesterday or today if at sixteen nothing whether he thought about bringing Carson back into the football game? No, he didn't because none of us even thought to think that because he knew we knew he wasn't coming back in. There's no good of bringing Carson Wentz back this season other than an injury to Jalen Hurts he's not playing so we all kind of know that it's it's a hidden secret so you don't get those questions because it's not even in the conversation um and and you know rightfully so at this point I, I think I've said it before Carson essentially benched himself 
this reclamation project, if they're going to go down that path, is an off-season one. It's not going to start at the end of this season. Did anybody say anything or question him about how bad our special teams have gotten this year? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, and they have been bad. I think it's the worst of the Dave Bip era. I mean, typically this has been a really good special teams team. Right. He was up for head coach. Yeah, he was up for yeah. head coach possibilities. Yeah. And he was here before, Doug. He was here. Chip Kelly brought him in. So this has been a, a good special teams group for a lot of years. And, yeah, the wheels kind of fell off completely. It, it's been pretty bad for the entire season. But yesterday it was just – it was everything. I mean, the fake punt, the block punt, uh, on and on. The kick return games are, are just been terrible all year. You had the bad snap, which never happens. To Rick Lovato, so you can argue if they're even competent on special teams that they win that game. That's how bad they were in that phase of the game. Yep. All right. Well, let's look at this. Are you any closer, or maybe even farther away, to a conclusion about who can, not will, but can, meaning that there is at least an open competition? be the starting quarterback for next season? Well, I, you know, if it's in a vacuum, I think Jalen Hurts, but it's not in a vacuum. Right. And I, I constantly bring up the point that Jeffrey Lurie, especially in this year of, of all years where revenues have been scaled back probably about $200 million due to COVID-19, I don't think he's going to say, yeah, you know what? $34 million, let's take the medicine, dead dead money. Forget about the cap, that's dead money, no matter what the Eagles do. I, I don't think he's going to do that. That would set the NFL record for dead money by $13 million. I don't think he wants to set that precedent. I really don't. I can't picture it. We've seen the New York Yankees complain about budgeting. You think Jeffrey Lurie's going to say, oh, $34 million, that's nothing, let's start over? I can't picture it. Boy, I can't no. see that either, man. We're talking about we're talking about four years. You're just going to totally just take off the off the scale of how you measure this guy, and you know, for two games, I still need to see more in order for me to make that you know conclusion. Well, so what happens? What happens if Hertz beats him out next next fall uh, next summer? Then I'm fine with that. Well, but will yeah, he? Yeah, I, I mean. That's the thing. Like, you guys know how the politics work. That's why somebody sits behind Mac Hollins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the politics are are significant. And Carson's going to be given every opportunity. He's going to, uh, to be given the benefit of the doubt time and time again, unless they move him out of here, unless they mm -hmm. say this is not salvageable. Uh, if he's here, he's going to be the starter. I, I, I think that pretty clearly. The question is that they just say, this has gotten to the point where, yeah, we're going to swallow that $34 million just to move on. But how does it get uh, to that point? That's, that's what I guess I was trying to ask earlier, and I did not convey it that way. I apologize. How does it get to the point, in your opinion, John McMullen, where the Eagles say, we've had it. We cannot go into 2021 with Carson Wentz on this team. Well, I think it's got to be the start of it pushed with the Adam Schefter report saying he doesn't want to be here. He, he He's not being essentially, and and I'm not saying this happened because Rob Motti, our, our friend, 
said the exact opposite. He, he's close with Carson. Correct. Uh, said he didn't say anything of that nature. Uh, if he does start pushing the issue, you know, it, it's more high profile. But think about stepping up, Stephon Diggs, for one, as, as a great player pushing himself out of a situation saying, I just don't want to be here. I'm going to be a you-know-what to get mm -hmm. out of here. I can't picture Carson doing that, though. I just can't. And he wouldn't, you know, and, and that's that's, you know, where I am. I'm at with this. I just think that we're going to have a thirty four million dollar paperweight sitting on the bench if he gets beaten out by Jalen Hurts. I still can't think that he's that bad that you could just really um, set him aside. Like There has to be something, some type of, you know, screw or something that they can put back in there to really change, you know, who this guy really is, because. He's not this bad. There's no way he can be this bad. And in order for him to, you know, come back and Celine say, I, I think he needs to compete, you know, after this offseason. It has to be an offseason. Um, Here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at, guys. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is the better alternative behind this banged up offensive line. Yeah. And this, by the way, is not good. But I'm to the point where Carson Wentz is Kirk Cousins. Look, if he's clean, he's fine. If he's not clean, mm -hmm. he's not going to be fine. So if you have Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks and Jason Kelsey comes back and Isaac and Andre Dillard, I think Carson's going to be fine. Problem is, hasn't had that this season. And I think it tells you what we once thought he was. The, the kind of quarterback that could elevate people. I don't think he's that type he no of longer is. Yeah. No. But he's wow. still a competent quarterback if everything is running well around him. That sounds yeah. like a pretty damning indictment, John. It is. To some oh, it is. You guys, it's true. But say this though. All right, all right. Imagine this. Imagine getting hit 116 times by guys my size. I'm six foot five, three hundred and fifty pounds. If I'm hitting somebody his size Full speed, laying them out. Of course, you're gonna start seeing some some ghosts and everything. Also, plus to be sacked another fifty times. That is a lot of punishment for a man to endure for over a twelve week period. It is a lot. It is, and and he's not what what he was before the knee injury, where he could you know kind of maybe make up for that kind of stuff with his mobility. That's what Jalen Hurts is doing now. He still got six sacks six times yesterday. Right. But I'll, I'll say this. When you see offensive coordinators cutting the field in half for the quarterback, that's not a positive sign either. That's saying, okay, this guy's not capable of reading the whole field, so we're going we're gonna to cut it in half, go one high read, one low read. That's not positive either. And that's where the Eagles are with Jalen Hurts. So even though he's done a lot of great things, he's still got a long way to go to be a, a great NFL quarterback as well. Uh, this is wild, man. Absolutely mm -hmm. wild. All right, John, we appreciate you as always. At JF McMullen is how you follow John. Again, overtime each and every day. One o'clock, we sprinkle in some things we either didn't get to or reinforce the most important stuff. And then on your way out, just a quick note. I don't know if you guys saw this. Remember, we brought up that ridiculous Nickelodeon thing that's going on tonight because it's a Disney function. The Muppets, who are owned by Walt Disney, will open 
Monday Night Football on ESPN. Now, 95% of the broadcast will be normal, but Kermit and Miss Piggy. They're going to be in the booth they'll calling a game? Or handing off to Steve Levy. Wow. Fozzie Bear and the rest to be sprinkled throughout. This is from Michael McCarthy, a verified frontofficesports.com senior yeah. writer. Give me a keep to leave. Seriously. All I, right. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously. I like I'm gonna, that. I, by the I'm way, guys, I like to keep to leave. I, I, I thought. <laughs> yeah. I know most people didn't like him because. No, I liked it. He was great as far as pointing out coverages and telling you what was going on. Yeah. But everyone got upset because he would say, man, at the end of every <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I think he and Snoop should do a bowl game. <laughs> get, Snoop, get Snoop out of here. All right. Oh, no, man. I'm I telling you. Snoop has earned it. Okay. He's earned that role with great play on the field. Snoop yeah. came out with freestyle bars that people think are like some next level genius stuff. Yeah, but when he called that fight a couple weeks ago, it was hilarious. What fight? Yeah. You didn't even watch that fight. It looked like two uncles at a barbecue or whatever the hell the well, line was. Al- it was classic. Alabama's going to beat Notre Dame about 50 to 10. So yeah, that's what I said. Team that we could bring to that game. We'd probably exactly. I saw, I saw, I'm trying to find it here. There was a, a great tweet that I saw from, huh, it was really funny. Wes Manchild was the one who tweeted. He's a local producer. He's done a lot of work with Chill Moody and some other pretty big names as well. So he's, he's a local mind and artist here. And he put out some, I'm trying to find it, but he basically said that Akeem sounded like some dude sitting in the back while you're playing Madden, smoking a black and mild doing commentary. Yes. Find <laughs> like, me up for that. That's perfect. That's yeah. Perfect. Who doesn't want that? No, not at all. Yeah. And I got to find it because he tweets a lot. But uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I want to attribute it to him because it was a funny-ass tweet. All right, John, we appreciate it. Thanks, John. Thank you to everybody appreciate as it, well. John. Again, if you're a sports better looking to track your action, then the Book It Sports app's for you. On the Book It Sports app, you can get up-to-the-minute scores, consensus lines, post your favorite plays, and analysis. Get help from the experts all in one place. Download now. Apple, Google Play Stores, and put it. On book. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It.